Oh, man. Oh, man. Week one is done, and I bet you're feeling some type of way. So uh, let's talk about it. A winning maggot home, get in your face. Stay at home. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Jose 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 down. I know I feel a type of way, for sure. <laughs> I I've got a feeling I know what type of way you're feeling <laughs> and, and I'm feeling it too. So yeah, I think we're a couple stanzas away from a uh, country love song, man. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. If, if the okay. league can, if the league can do anything for you, hopefully it's bring love to the rednecks out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's, yeah. No, man, week one, what we've been waiting for this all off season uh-huh. the draft is done. Everyone's feeling good for the most part. I mean, everyone's usually feeling pretty good after the draft. Even yep. even the reservations you've got, you still feel good. Mm-hmm. And then week one comes and either completely shatters your <laughs> expectations or gives you a pat on the back and a reach around and sends you off onto week two. Yeah. Turns out I, I could have waited a little longer for the NFL season to start. And I would have been a happier person. <laughs> Oh, but see, now not only did you not wait long enough, but now the NFL season is longer as well. So you get an extra Uh week of disappointment this year. Uh huh. It's going to be a long week and a long year. And I'm looking forward to Clemson beating up on Georgia Tech on Saturday. (laughs) Uh, Rest rest in peace, everybody. Um, (laughs) Now, so I think, you know, just to recap week one briefly and, and talk about some of the predictions we had. I think for the most part, there weren't a whole lot of surprises, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not no, not a whole lot. I know judging, judging by our predictions, you know, week one, it's, it's funny because week one in our predictions is always, it's always either really good or it's a shit show. The teams are what we expect them to be, or we're just completely wrong. And there never seems to be much in between, you know, we never split too far. So mm-hmm. looking back at, Predictions that you and I made as part of our Moistradamus side bet. Um, out of the five games, um, I was four out of five. You were three out of five. And that was really because you were being cute and giving me a win. But, you know, you got to throw an upset special in there every now and again. And uh, yeah. sometimes the upset special on the Necros will doom you. Well, the, the Necros are definitely upsetting and there's not much special about them. So we got that going. Um, the one game that we both missed was Hot Pockets versus Bukaki. Oh, yeah. The like consensus top five team, I think mm-hmm. everybody had them. First, like the consensus nine team. And goddamn, did that flip quick. Yeah, I think the, you know, obviously there was the Green Bay implosion. Rodgers hadn't played in a while, goes out there, which hurt Moise in the form of his quarterback and his tight end. Um, that was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and then Saquon didn't perform well. That, not so much a surprise. I think everyone knew it would take a little bit of time. But, <laughs> again, you invest heavily on them. You've got to start them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Especially on that roster, you just have to. Absolutely. That's where absolutely. all the money went. So going into week two, um, I am up four to three on mm-hmm. predictions. Now, week two is going to uh, cause some division. 
Um, we've, we've talked briefly off air, um, but haven't gone into detail. So this will be the first time we're getting to really discuss this. Um, and let's, let's jump right in. Cause obviously yeah. we've got some differences of opinion and I'm curious to see what they are. Um, I'm either really wrong or you've got a really sweet pair of rose colored glasses that you're wearing, <laughs> but I mean, we both can't be right. So, uh, without, <laughs> without further ado, um, Let's jump into week two, lineups, predictions, see what's going on. And um, I want to kick it off with your game. We've got yeah. Hot Pockets versus the NVRB. Uh-huh. Um, I will possibly be using abbreviations because I am at my parents' house and there are certain mm-hmm. team names I wish not to speak too loudly <laughs> um, for fear of being estranged by my family. But just imagine you had it on a t-shirt and you were trying to work out at the gym. How does anyone even do that? You just couldn't, you can't do it. Impossible. It's impossible. Let's, uh, let's get going. Um, let's start with your team. Um, cause okay. yeah. that's the way it was. Yeah. Um, so going into week one, you were, you, you were the one stricken by the injury bug this year. Yes. And, and, and even though, you know, you had two RBs from the same team with the same tear, you know, same injury ACL tear, um, mm-hmm. even though it was just one NFL team, neither you weren't ever going to be rust or you weren't ever going to be starting both of those guys at the same right. time, most likely. Um, but it definitely hurts your depth. Yep. Um, but even, you know, even with those injuries um, and, and on top of that, wide receiver one and wide receiver two performed fairly poorly um, for oh. your team last week. You still only lost by two points. Um, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. that I think that bodes well for your team. Now, you your other your RBs, you had Gordon and everything performing at a pretty high level, much higher mm-hmm. than I expect them to going forward. But I mean, we'll see. Was week one lucky for them um, or not? So I think the, the big thing is I think. I think your team has room for improvement, but it's also too good to really be able to make a worthwhile waiver claim. So I think, yeah, I got nothing. So and you guys either, you've either got to get lucky or be a couple trades away from being a contender this year. But at the same time, like the, the top of the league this year seems like it's weighted so heavy. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think you ride, you ride middle of the path this year. What do you, what, what are your thoughts? Give me your, I think middle of the pack would be a fucking dream. Um, I think my, those running backs had the best game they're ever going to have. Uh, Melvin Gordon only looked good because he had a 70 yard touchdown run. He doesn't do that all that often. Um, Henderson got more work than he's ever going to get again, because Sony Michelle wasn't part of the game plan yet. It wasn't that my wide receivers performed terribly, but their quarterbacks both performed fucking dreadfully. And I don't know that that improves. I'm real pessimistic on my team. I think like. Yeah, technically it's two points. I think it's a very if you're not first, you're last kind of situation and not optimistic. Yeah. And I would I would expect you to be more pessimistic about your team than than say this was another lineup. Yeah. Um, but you're going up against Hot Pockets, low score of the week last week. Um yep. his team imploded um thanks to again Saquon, which we talked about. Um A Rod, I think uh definitely didn't see A Rod starting out so poorly. Um, but to boot uh, and I'll let you talk a little bit more about this, but we already see some questionable in-season management after mm. week one um, from Moise and the waiver claims. Uh-huh. Um, first first week of waiver claims, there's clearly a number one pickup on the wire because RB is uh, so so shallow. Um, yeah, and 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 Moise uses his number one pick, um, even though he's got two IR players on his bench. 
and a player who's already been deemed out. I don't know if Beckham was was marked as out prior to the waivers clearing, yeah, um, but he had, he had the two IR slots. Um, still decides to drop the uh, QB three from last year in Aaron Rodgers, uh-huh. and 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 pick up tight end number one. 80-year-old Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, I My comments I've got in my notes is, bruh, why? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even though it, it doesn't matter, I'm still going to end up owing him a steak dinner by the time the season's over, but there's a good shot I see him in the loser bowl this year. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, I think we just all are stunned that, like, you can bench Rodgers after that week. I think no one really gets too upset about that, but just to drop him outright seems insane like you give it a week we're all holding guys that performed poorly last week that we're going to give it a week um and the thing is like the results may bear out that it's fine that you dropped him the results may be that it's like not a big deal that you held three ir guys instead of using your ir spot but the process sucks and like i think the process matters a lot and then not going for the running back and instead picking up Gronk after the best game he's going to have all year. Again, just it's a process here. It's, it's just not how you perform the best on average across seasons. And again, we've seen this play out. This is the same kind of shit he's tried plenty of times. Yeah, it's 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 not so surprising. I think what's more surprising is that it's it's happening already. Again, um, too. yeah. And and in that, I mean, that being said, I I've got I've got you winning this game. I've got NVRB. I, I don't know if part of that is just still like astonishment from the way it played out. Um, I do think, again, I think there's still room for improvement on your team at the wide receiver um, if those quarterbacks get their play in check. And I, I think just I like your players better. Um, I didn't deep dive into the matchup, but I've got I've got you winning this week. Yeah, I mean, I think aside from obviously running back one, I think I'm better at every single position this week. Um, now, a healthy Saquon, and that's not the case, but it's, you know, four days rest Saquon against a good defense. Um, you know, I think I, I have better matchup slash player at every position except for RB1. And I think it still doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to lose anyway. Hot pockets. All right. So that's a split one for each team. We'll see how that plays out at the end of week two. Uh, The second game, I'll let you kick this one off, is the Jockeys versus the Pups. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to poor quarterback play, Tennessee looked fucking awful. Yeah. Um, Green Bay looked fucking awful. But I still think Jones probably improves, even if Rodgers doesn't. Um, they maybe just run enough to where it's kind of okay. I mean, Gibson's the whole offense on that team now, but the whole offense might just suck. So I, I kind of call that neutral. They'll probably run more, but like, if you go three and out more, like, fuck you. Um, although the wide receivers look even better than we thought. If Arizona is going to be like this, Hopkins is going to be the wide receiver one. Um, Mike Davis has a rough matchup, but uh, I think he's better than Gusecki. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I, jockeys were my number one team in you know in the in the power rankings. Um, I, I like the makeup of the team, and I think you know his his was a close game with you last week. I think that his team performed closer to its floor than it did its mm-hmm. ceiling. Um, I think it's got some room for improvement. Um, like you said, I mean the, the quarterback play just right there. You know that could be a fifteen point swing 
no problem. Um, and and I I think jockeys are easily still a, a playoff team pending any injuries. Um, I his him having a, an extra running back. You know if if he were to have a, a third running back that he could rely on, I think that would round this team out um, and could be the difference between it being a playoffs team versus a championship team. Um, but he is going up against the puppies who went the fuck off. Did. They did a lot of a lot of TDs happened. Um, <laughs> All the TDs. Uh, I mean, it's hard to. I think the Texans don't get to play the Jaguars every week, and so like every Texans performance, I think meets that asterisk after week one. Um, it, there's a lot of like, man, yeah, that worked out for week one, but I don't know for the pups for me. Like, I think it's a good team, but Jacobs didn't actually play very well at all. And he clearly has turf toe, which is why he's already marked questionable for this week. He just happened to fall into the end zone twice in a game that randomly they won in overtime. So he can play a game in a quarter. Um, I'm worried about Jacobs actually after that. Uh, You look at the box score and you wouldn't be, but I am worried about it. Um, Again, there's the Cooks thing. I think Gaskin also looked like shit and he split a lot of time. Um, it's a good roster, um, but those are my concerns, especially when he's up against jockeys. I would probably like him against most teams. It's just the it's jockeys this week. Yeah, I'm. I think. Uh, I mean, puppies. Puppies were probably the the biggest surprise of the week for me. Um, I don't think he repeats 140 point performance, and for those reasons you said, right? But even taking you know the Cooks performance and the Jacobs performance out, dial those back down a little bit. Um, still a solid team. I mean, still you know, solid, sorry, solid performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll take another week or two to really kind of get a feel for what some of these players look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth. I've got a couple notes that now I'm questioning um, because I think I might've gotten a couple uh, teams mixed up here as I was kind of shifting some things around. I've, but that being said, um, let me kind of go back. Yeah, I, I think Gaskin taking a taking a little bit of light off. Um, God, dude, I completely botched this one. I've got, <laughs> I did. You know what? I started. I started looking at puppies. Um, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I started looking at jockeys and kind of got some of the teams mixed up with mm. puppies teams. I think I superimposed the teams over there because, you know, I think, I think Jones bounces back. Um, the biggest question with, with jockeys, I think was, does Gibson continue to get the workload that he got last week? Because I think he had 20 carries last week. And yeah. if so, and, he, and if so, he's got a, you know, a solid workhorse back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I just, I think there's puppies has guys like, you know, like Jacobs, uh, Metcalf, Cooper, Kelsey. He's got these guys who have just these such high floors um, that also still have a pretty solid ceiling. Um, so with, I mean, with that, who are you taking in this game? I'm going to go jockeys and I okay. don't expect him to ultimately start Tannehill. I know that's how it looks today, but he's already got Stafford on the roster. We know that Rogers is on the wire and not a whole lot of people, I think, are going to be clamoring for QB pickups. So I think he's got a decent shot to get him. And so I think fixing QB here is enough to put him over the top, especially with Lamar against Kansas City, which I think could be quite tough. 
Yeah. And, and I think that's fair. And I mean, Stafford looked really, really solid last week. Um, if Tannehill does do well, he's going to have to keep up with Seattle's offense at Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I think that uh, my money's on puppies this week. I'm going with them. Um, I just think guys like Kelsey and Metcalf, and even Mixon looks good. I mean, Mixon's one of those guys who I'm up and down about. I think he's a good player. Uh, let me take that back. Cincinnati looks good. So that obviously, yeah. Cincinnati looking good um, definitely helped Mixon. I'm taking puppies in this one, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. So um, going into the third game of the week, um, I've got Cock and Blockers versus Jazz Cabbage. Um, Cocken was playing considered questionably the worst team in the league. Um, yeah. with the necros um so i he, he won against a crappy team um and his team i mean it, it looked good 112 mm-hmm. points was good for third most um on the um on the week mm-hmm. and i fully expect them to be a playoffs contender his depth at wide receiver um or just a starting wide receiver is a stupid mm-hmm. um and if Najee gets better over the course of the season I think, you know, I think it's solid, but he's another one of those small handful of teams that doesn't really have any running back depth, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the playoffs is going to end up being this gauntlet to see who is alive um, in regards to what teams have taken the injury at running back. Um, but what kills me is like, if could you imagine with the performance from the puppies and cock and blockers, we could have those two against each other in our championship game. And we would, crown, we would crown a winner. We would crown a winner who's never won before. Um, of course, Kyle's performance in the ships is pretty lackluster. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I do. Cocken's got a good team this week going up against another good team in the Jazz Cabbage. Yeah, and so I mean, it's it's a weird team to talk about because it is just like Jonathan Taylor and Najee are both like floor players and the floor is really high but it's kind of just the floor especially the way pittsburgh looked um those are kind of really similarly the same guys their workhorses on not great offenses but they'll get a lot of work and they're they seem to be decent the wide receivers are who did we thought they were for the most mm-hmm. part um again we'll see about tennessee uh since we started recording uh he's actually swapped james connor out for mike williams which is a considerably lower floor, but a considerably higher ceiling on that swap out. Agreed. Agreed. See if that changes uh, before Sunday, but I think it, it does get more of a ceiling. Um, and it should be a good matchup. I mean, everyone yeah. in the Cowboys is good, right? Yeah. And I mean, you know, Jazz Cabbage, what's what's interesting is, is you know, Jazz Cabbage, when you look at the matchup, a lot of the advantage goes to cock and blockers. Um but I mean, Kyle, Kyler Murray may by himself win Jazz Cabbage a ship this year. Um, if he's going to be, you know, uh, old school Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what he, th- he threw for threw for four and rushed for one. Is yeah. that right? Or was it five and one? It was something, something ridiculous. Um, I expect Zeke to be a lot better. Um, I think when they aren't going up against Tom Brady, um, then he'll be a lot more, but it looked, that game seemed like he was game planned as a, as a blocker um, to get mm-hmm. the ball out. Um, and, and, and I, I think if, if I'm looking at, you know, these two teams, I, I mean, I still like Zeke. I still like Jefferson. Minnesota was Minnesota wasn't playing like Minnesota, so I think Justin Jefferson still has some opportunity. Um, I was surprised. Do Debo? Uh, I, I yeah. don't know. 
if mm-hmm. it, uh, Debo will have a game like that every week as long as he doesn't as long as he stays healthy. Um, Pitts was well, a disappointment as for as long as Shanahan decides that Debo will have. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Debo was likely to go down with a, a hamstring or something before uh, Shanahan makes a, uh, another call. But I mean, I was I was impressed. You know, Jazz Cabbage. I think I had up there as my number two team behind Jockeys, or maybe my number three team behind Cock. And I don't know. This is this is a powerhouse game. I can't believe Cabbage lost last week um, with with the team he's got. Well, there's just no predicting this team. And he, this is the same team he owns every year, which <laughs> he will haul off and like hard fuck somebody with a 140 point week. And then the next week he will turn around and score 40 points with the exact same lineup. And just everyone on this roster reeks at that. Like Kyler may well have a game where he just like doesn't do anything. And then all those wide receivers, like they're young and when they blow up, they'll blow up and then they'll have a three for 40. And it's just, it's not even matchup based. It's not like you see it coming. You just kind of have to guess right on him. And so when he's up against good teams that are somewhat stable, it's hard for me not to want to go with the safety of those teams. Um, I mean, there's a ton of potential here, but like good luck guessing when it's going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, you know, he performed well last week. I guess he was the fourth highest scoring team. Um, He just happened to be playing the highest scoring team, Mm -hmm. but he would have beat two of the other one and O teams. I think, I I mean, and I agree. I think there is, uh, there's some, some stability questions with this one, but I've got, um, and I think we're going to differ on this one as well. I've actually, I've got jazz cabbage winning this one. I like, I like some of his matchups and even though Cocken's got a good team, I, I I'm questionable. His strength is in those three wide receivers. I think Godwin um, had a good game last week, but I don't think it's going to be a four touchdown game for Brady against Atlanta. I don't think they're going to need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and AJ Brown is again, I think AJ Brown's going to be questionable all year with his knee, um, yeah. we'll play, um, depending on how Tannehill does. I, uh, I, I like both of these teams. I'm going to roll the dice and go with jazz cabbage this week and see how that plays out. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's probably the right move. Although I'm going to roll cock and. Uh, but I think you're probably right now that <laughs> I think you've convinced me actually. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I, I will take that as a, uh, a win. Um, you are not easily swayed, but uh, that being said, um, DV versus the butt cakes. Mm, yeah. So what, uh, what do you want to say? I say don't something. think we expected butt cake to immediately fire off a win. So like, fuck me. Um, <laughs> I think this is the earliest since he's been good, which has been a while now, this is the mm-hmm. earliest end of the season we've hit the Jarvis Landry, Landry line um, where someone's like needed to look at their bench and like, oh, I guess I'm starting Landry this week. Normally that comes with bye weeks or your third injury or, you know, something a little more substantial than uh, week two, fuck it. <laughs> so uh, we got Landry in there. So that's super cool. Um, I still don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, you know, I, I uh, Herbert, Herbert performed well, uh, mm-hmm. is what we think he is. Um, you know, I think he's got bounce back from Evans potential, but the rest of the team, um, honestly, the biggest surprise for me, I think was how good Swift looked. 
um, yeah, on, yeah me too. on his team. But uh, all I had to say is I was kind of trying to think about how I felt about uh, Bukaki's team was I still don't like him, but good on them for the win last week. Mm-hmm. They beat up the small, helpless child that was the Hot Pockets. Shame on you. That's all I got. Yeah. And, you know, they're going up against a team who's starting Leonard Fournette. Ah. Who, man, just, I mean, it sucked in week one. It's going to suck in week two. He'll score some touchdowns this week, this year, and won't feel so bad when he does. But, like, fuck, man. Uh, although he was just gifted the number one claim uh, over the guy who owned Mostert. <laughs> And again, just decided no. I'll take take the end. And still had the pick over him. Yeah. So, like, I mean, congrats on getting who's now you're actually your RB2, at least for this week. Fournette as a flex feels better. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of sketch across both of these lineups for sure. Sutton had, you know, a point and a half last week. He Mm -hmm. would probably is expected to do more, but like maybe his ACL is still not right. Um, it's not good. Yeah, I think I think I mean DV got you know DV essentially got the number one waiver pick um, mm-hmm. this week and now has a shiny new RB to throw in his flex. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, I think it easily makes his team the most improved team after week one. Yes. Um, so one weekend, yeah, and and I mean I, you know everything that every I mean you've kind of you've kind of said everything I've got to say. I was like he's got a suitable RB two, um, and he gets to play the guessing game at flex. You know, mm-hmm. so if you look at uh, if you look at Elijah Mitchell as RB two and Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette as flex, it looks much better. But Leonard Fournette at flex versus Javante Williams at flex versus Latavius Murray at flex, it's going to be a guessing game. Like which one of those guys gets the TD that week? If mm-hmm. he if 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 uh, DB picks right um i think he's got a good team i mm-hmm. think calvin ridley's a, a bounce back candidate from week one uh, they're gonna have to throw against tampa bay I, I you're right it's you know picking which one of these teams is like trying to pick do i want like the black string licorice or do i want crows to eat like neither <laughs> one of them neither one of them feels great uh-huh. who you got winning this one so I ultimately, since I think the teams are very similar, I'm just going fully on matchups. I'm just going to run down the opponents of okay. Rockies. So he's got a quarterback playing against Dallas. I think we all like that. His RB1 is facing Houston. We love that. Yeah. Another Dallas matchup. An Atlanta matchup. Their defense is fucking garbage. Another Houston matchup, which we mm. love. Denver, that does suck. That's one really, wide receiver three, though. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, Swift and Green Bay. Green Bay's defense sucks, even if they yeah. get boat raced. Okay. And then the Browns versus Houston. I really like that matchup, too. And so, you know, I think it takes some guts to bench Galladay here, but I'm not mad at it, even if it means you're putting Landry in your lineup, um, especially given that it's Thursday. And um, Galladay is going up against Washington. Yeah, I think, like, it's okay to miss Galladay's first decent game here. And that's kind of what you're doing, potentially. But I think you're willing to do that. Um, in the end, those matchups are just too good not to think Bukaki again, outperforms how good I think his team is. Yeah, you know, 
looking at that, uh, you may have swayed me. I've, I've already got, I've already got DV locked in. I'm going to roll with it. If we run down their matchups, um, I mean, Mahomes is matchup proof. Yeah. Um, and then running backs against Carolina, Atlanta and Philadelphia wide receivers against Dallas and Jacksonville and Ridley against Tampa Bay, which they're going to have to throw could mm-hmm. completely take him out of the game. But, and then the, the sweet pickup with Cardinals, uh, defense we'll see how that plays out for him i i i think i this if i'm worried most about being wrong on one of my picks it's going to be this one but i'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and stick with dv on this one mm-hmm. um and that brings us you know last game of the week um and i'm going to go ahead since this yeah. one involves me i'm going to go ahead and let you kick this one off um even though yeah I think uh, um, Necros versus the hand grenades. This one should be easy to talk about. Um, you yeah. know, we can spend the rest of the pod bad mouthing my team and then high five afterwards and call it a night if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I will start with like Damien Harris <laughs> until that fumble. The loss oh, the man. That made me the angriest. <laughs> I was so sick. I was so sick. Fortunately, Ramondre Stevenson also fumbled. So yes. hopefully, uh, Hopefully Belichick doesn't just completely kick both of them to the curb and end up just signing the James White show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think what, well, uh, you know what, let's, you want me to talk about your team first or should I talk? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I, I think what concerns matter. me most is that your wide receivers teams all played so poorly. Yeah. You know, Washington lost the quarterback and that just does suck. Uh, Tennessee looked bad and Julio looked like a possession receiver, which is not what you want on that offense. Um, I think Jared Cook's new. Yeah. Jared Cook is new. Um, he's slotted in the lineup. Um, his target, he had eight targets um, from Herbert, which I like. Um, with yeah. a tight end, the more targets, obviously, the, the better opportunities. But I'm not set on that. That may go back to Goddard, depending on Ertz's, um, whether or not he's oh, he's got the, the leg injury, but I don't know how I mean, bad regardless, it is. we yeah. we kind of know who it's, Jared Cook is. Yeah, um, him and Goddard are a wash. Yeah, I think your defense is probably going to do well this week. Chase Edmonds always just is a black eye on your lineup for as long as he needs to be there. But I think he's probably the guy you start here. Um you know, we'll see what Fuller t- turns into as things go on. You picked up Mark Ingram, which we'll see. Tyson Williams actually like looked okay. Ronald Jones, we'll see this week, but I don't think you start him this week. You still your bench is better than most, mm-hmm. um, but the, losing your ceiling on McLaurin, Moore, and Julio mm-hmm. I think it caps your upside. Even if your bench guys work out, none of them have the ceiling those three guys had before week one, and I think that's what stings. Yeah. And I mean, you know, having a good bench is, is really, I mean, it's good if you've got a good starting lineup, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, otherwise, otherwise it doesn't help a lot. Um, And I mean, that's my, my biggest thing is, is obviously, yeah, the anemia that I'm facing at wide receiver. Um, You know, I mean, we can, we can run that into the ground all we want. Um, My, you know, my RB two is, is, you know, I've got a lot of committee guys. It's going to be a matter of picking, which one is the right one. You know, I, I've got like Tyson looked good, but he only had one carry in the second half. And it was mm-hmm. the Latavius Murray show, which, you know, worried me. I was, I was liking that. Um, so my team, I, I may run through a couple iterations of what that looks like before Sunday. Um, but I, you know, the, I, I think last week's performance is probably indicative of the ceiling that my team has got, which doesn't feel great. 
Um, there's a good chance that two to three weeks from now, I'm trying to move cook for, um, some, some better help at wide receiver, which doesn't feel great. Um, but I think my lineup as is could easily be a three win team this season. And that doesn't feel good. No, doesn't ever. Um, especially when you're running into the buzzsaw of hand grenades, which you look at their lineups. Like I, I still don't think any of these players aside from Lockett are actually talented. They just all are such volume guys. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them, like, I don't think anyone thinks Montgomery's good, but there's volume. Sanders is not good, but volume. Waller's not even that good, but he's the only tight end that gets that kind of volume. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have to start Marvin Jones, I guess, because, yeah, he doesn't – that's not good. I mean, Marvin Jones, if the Jacksonville playing from behind thing continues to work out, we'll see. But I don't even think he needs him. I think Marvin Jones can goose egg, and it probably doesn't matter this week. Um, you know, he was not – I've got a, like that always, but yeah. And I've got a feeling his lineup, I don't think his lineup's locked in either. Um, you know, he, he got Sterling Shepard off the wire who, you know, I mean, maybe an upgrade to Marvin yeah, Jones maybe. against Denver, um, but he's also got Ravens defense um, versus Kansas city, which yeah. I, I don't know if he rolls with that somehow. I just, I don't want to play any defense against Mahomes. Um, you try not to. Yeah. Yeah, when when there's options, um, he could have picked up that sweet Cardinals defense. But uh, mm. I mean, grenades had the second highest score week one. They're projected for the highest score here in week two. I don't think Thielen and Lockett catch multiple touchdowns every week. But like, if there's a guy who I would have to bet on doing it, it would probably be Lockett because um, he does that. Um, As someone who's owned Lockett in the past, it's not a week winning own. Well, the problem is, is Lockett will disappear for weeks, but the weeks he shows up tend mm-hmm. to be like two to three touchdown, you know, games, which is stupid. But I, I, of all the teams, you know, like you said, he's he's got two definitive workhorse backs, mm-hmm. um, and that three, is something really, actually three. Yeah, I just Sanders is. There's no told, one else there, man. Kenny Gainwell is like not a thing. Gainwell had a touchdown last week, yeah. for what that's worth. I mean, he's he's not a thing, but I, I well. It, Jalen Hurts is is running back to you. Yeah. Yeah. But but the thing is, is he put up the score he did last week with Henry having a mediocre week, and that just that's not gonna happen, I don't yeah. think, every week. Mm-hmm. And you know, against against Seattle, um, you know, we'll see we'll see how that plays out. Um, but obviously it's obviously it's a hand grenades week. Um, we'll just gift Allen another two and zero start to a season. And Ooh, I got a I got a fun stat for you. Okay, okay. Um so fantasy pros now will give you like a rest of season power ranks versus uh, this week power ranks. Yes. Um, hand grenades are ninth overall in rest of season power ranks, but they are number one this week. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. That... So fuck you. Ooh. ooh I, I'll be curious to see how that plays out. Now, doesn't um, ESPN is also doing their uh, yeah, week projections. Weird. Yeah. It did move Moise to dead last after he dropped Rogers. Well, <laughs> just yeah, like as, redlined him all the way to the bottom. Even the ESPN AI is like, bruh, come on. Bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> Andrew immediately posted it on the Discord. And you I don't know, see that. Yeah. So, but yeah, so this week two is going to be interesting. I think the only game you and I agree on is me losing and uh, everything else is a toss up. So, yeah, I guess uh, we'll, we'll talk to everyone else again this time next week. And, one of us is going to be wagging a finger in the other one's face and um, the other is going to be really sad. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably be sad either way. Same, same. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the league, everyone in the league, you guys, should, if you listen this far, consider yourselves lucky. You got this uh, pod this week. Um, Sanford and I were actually, uh, we met up halfway between Kentucky and Charleston mm-hmm. and we're shopping for rope to go hang ourselves with behind the tool shed. Um, <laughs> They didn't have a tool shed that's halfway between Kentucky and yeah, South yeah. Carolina. Because if there is anything, anything dead center between Kentucky and South Carolina, it is guaranteed to be a tool shed.